Hi, my name is Dan Hogue, and I love music. In fact, you could say that music is my radar. Hey there, welcome back to Music Is My Radar, a podcast for music lovers near and far. Well, we made it. It's day 30 of that 30-day song challenge. This has been a lot of fun to do, a great way to get my feet wet in the podcasting world. And a lot of these prompts were really great food for thought. I was happy to explain a lot of my favorite bands, what they've meant to me, why I've gravitated towards them. And my hope is that I got some of you a little bit curious about at least one of the bands. Or if nothing else, hopefully you enjoyed my analysis and oftentimes fanboying over them. For those of you who've been listening since day one, thank you very much for letting me into your lives this past month. It's very much appreciated. And if you're just getting started, I got 29 more episodes just like these. You can go back through them and listen one by one. Obviously, from here on out, I don't intend to do a daily podcast, but the hope is to be able to come up with a semi-regular schedule of new programs for y'all. I still intend on sticking to my top 10 charts of yesteryear format, but I'm also entertaining ideas like special group-only episodes. For example, my girlfriend and I are scheming a top five favorite Beatles songs episodes, where she has a top five, I have a top five, and we go one by one counting down our list. In other words, it's an open book. Now on to the final prompt of the 30-day song challenge, a song that reminds you of yourself. If I said that long intro was just me stalling, I'd only be half kidding. This is not one of my favorite prompts. But there's one song that pops to mind, and it happens to be my favorite song of the entire 2010s. So let's work around that. From 2014, here are the future islands with seasons, parentheses, waiting on you. zeitgeist of 2014, this song is probably nothing new to you. These guys came from Baltimore, Maryland, and they'd had a few albums under their belt, but the biggest was yet to come. 
in March of that year, they performed this song on the David Letterman Late Show. Yeah, remember him? And that performance quickly went viral. I'd first heard about it on one of my favorite podcasts, Sclarbro Country, or was it Sclarbro County? Now it's Dumb People Town. Anyway, it was a podcast with the Sklar Brothers and Daniel Van Kirk. I forget if it was either Daniel Van Kirk or the Sklars who are championing this video clip, but if you haven't seen it, then I'll break it down to you. The lead singer, Sam Herring, has a unique stage presence. He doesn't play any instruments, he's up front singing, and he just will writhe on stage, drop to his knees, go straight to a death metal growl that wasn't present on the regular song. Regardless of what you think of it, it's definitely unique. It sticks with you forever. I had also read that Sam's stage presence is kind of performance art anyways, so maybe the band is one of those art school bands. I don't know. But more than that, the song has always hit me straight in the gut. Really intense. I'd always interpret it as he's waiting on someone he hasn't met yet or doesn't even know exists yet. And the seasons change, things stay the same, but he's still waiting on you, whoever you is. And as someone who was single for quite a long time, I was in the middle of that stretch and that's what I took the song to mean. The song itself, like much of their output, tends to be pigeonholed as synth pop because it is driven by synth machines and a bass, not a huge guitar presence. But I read that the band itself shies away from that particular genre. They prefer to think of themselves as post-wave, combining the romanticism of new wave with the driving power of post-punk. That's a pretty appropriate description of the song itself. It is driving big time, a very insistent beat, and it's pretty dang romantic slash dark. So that stands to reason. I ended up seeing the band live in concert later on that year. They opened up for Beck in his Morning Phase tour. I went to a show in Salt Lake outside. I forget the name of the park. It was one of those $5 shows, so all of the riffraff was in the house. Every annoying rock show cliche you can think of. There was a pot circle in front of us. Some guy, I think, had a bad reaction or something, and I don't remember if he passed out or just needed to be taken away. There were people climbing the trees when they probably shouldn't have. couple making out to the left of us. Yeah, $5 a pop, you get what you pay for. It still was a fun show, and I wouldn't mind seeing Future Islands again if they toured by themselves here in town. Now, the song itself, all the Pitchfork-type reviewers were going crazy over it. Pitchfork named it their number one song of the year, so I hardly feel alone in liking the song so much. Unfortunately, listening to the rest of the band's Ovier, they're a little bit on the one-note side, shall we say. They have a style, and they stick to it. I would like a little bit more diversity, so I'd recommend the album this came from singles, but tread a little bit lighter on the rest of their stuff. I think they had two albums before that, one afterwards. It takes nothing away from Seasons, though. It's still, like I said, my favorite song of the 2010s, and it just reminded me of me and where I'm at or where I was at. 
I wouldn't say that Sam reminds me of me necessarily. I don't think I'd be that spastic on stage. Or maybe I would. I do know awkward. That will about wrap it up on the 30-day song challenge. Although, do stay tuned. There is a day 31 out there. And even though April's not a 31-day month, I really like the prompt. So I just might go rogue and record one more of these episodes. But whether I do or not, thank you all for listening and joining me in this journey of the podcasting world. And I will have some new material very soon. So keep tuning in to Music Is My Radar, and I will see you all later. centered around music commentary and reviews. As such, all of the rights of the music samples provided in each episode remain property of their respective copyright holders.